Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi. Uh, Whoa, you jumped right in. I did. I'm sorry. I We did this last episode too, and I kept it in. So I think it's just, it's just me being eager. I can't wait to get rid of season four. <laughs> We are so excited to get rid of season four that we're doing all three of the final episodes in one episode tonight. And honestly, might even be one of our shorter episodes because not a lot happened. Uh, I truly am shocked that Bravo was like, yeah, like, do you, I forget how it works in TV. Did they put the order in for this amount of episodes and they had to make it work? Or could they have watched this content and been like, you know, what, we need to cut it down by a few episodes. Especially with reality, you usually have to have a set amount and like you can add on the back end if there's like a lot more, but like they they just film and film and film. So, I mean, typically when I've worked on reality shows, there was just like an order of 10 episodes and you you get what you get and you don't get upset (laughs) with the end results. Because good Lord, that's definitely what happened this season. Worked on like more like competition than like housewifey mm-hmm. so but makes yeah. sense but i mean the first episode season four episode 14 is the burlesque episode where sonia does her burlesque for the first time and we went to a sonia burlesque show we did that was our first date and our first time we met yes it was so much fun i wore my my like sequin duster <laughs> which is like a floor length coat made of sequins i loved it and that's how i knew we'd be friends because i was yeah. like Ooh, sparkle <laughs> it was perfect yeah it was I, my one and only like blind date i feel like that we had <laughs> it was fun and then we um she didn't do like like burlesque like this though she did not dress up in frilly underwear she but she did her like spoken beat poetry stuff that she does on this one yeah i mean i feel like with all the live housewives things it's just like your expectations need to be low super low yeah it's like you know how you're like oh my god i love taco bell it's not like that i love taco bell because i think it's amazing food it's like i love taco bell for what it is and that's what these housewives shows are it's like i'm not going to see sonia and thinking it's going to be outstanding. It's like, I'm going for the novelty. Though I will say I loved Karen's show. Karen's also, show was... That was my favorite of the ones we've been phenomenal. to. I would go see Karen Huger again. Although, update on the three-wick candle. For all you candle heads out there, for my burners, <laughs> that you need to know, those wicks are flimsy as fuck. They're like cotton wicks, and they they like wilt. So you really got to watch that candle. It's not like a set it and forget it and just let the aroma go. You've got to be really careful because um, a lot of them like droop and then like they dip into the wax and then you've got an uneven burn, which for my candle heads, we know that's like the last thing you want. Like tunneling is a, a, just the end of a candle. It There's really... a name for that? Oh, yeah. You didn't just make that up? No. like the world of candles is so in-depth there's actually a word for like when you leave like you know how some candles smell so nice even with the lid off you can just like it makes the whole room smell Mm -hmm. there's a word for that (laughs) there's a word for like preserving that 
it's wild um yeah this is a niche thing that i did not know of my friend selena's podcast two wick minimum has taught me a lot but i will say you know for all the smack talking about her three wicks i i'm sad to say i loved the smell and it smells very nice burning but it's not a great three wick so for all here yeah the review of the three wick (laughs) so the episode though it's like you know things are bad when the first three scenes of the episode are Luann driving with her daughter, yep. Avery with and Ramona, and then Jill going to see Allie at school. And Allie, she's talking to Allie about sex or like taking sex classes. It's so awkward. Jill always shocks me though sometimes because I always think of her as very prudish. And then often she's like not as prudish as mm-hmm. I think of her as. Yeah, I think that she's deceiving. Um Avery also writes a love letter to her mother that was gross. Um, It was just very like, I love you, mommy. And like, I felt like for her age, not well written. What made me, well, also the other like key thing that I feel like kind of comes up later is that Avery points out how her parents are never home. Mm -hmm. And how... Ramona's running all around town telling everyone that Luann's a weekend mom. And yeah, you can, I feel like Ramona like skated over that part of Avery's criticism and then only focused on, on the good part. Of course. Um, then we go to Sonia and Chris March is back and that's very exciting. And they really just bring Chris March back to laugh at Sonia because <laughs> she's like wearing her panties the wrong way. Yeah, basically. And it's just, it's fun to watch him laugh at her. And then um, she, Sonia says, we're a mix between Eminem and Lady Gaga, which was a quote that is still baffling to this day. And yeah, that was, um, that was a choice. Yeah. Of people. Heard- I'm also surprised she knows who Eminem is. I don't know why. I feel like she would not know pop culture things. I don't know. Maybe her daughter told her. But then Ramona comes in and genders the clothing. She's like, a boy could never wear this. And Chris March is having none of it. Like, Chris March is like, all right, goodbye. I'm done. So, no one has ever thought of Ramona to have any social awareness. Fair. Definitely not then either, for sure. And certainly not now. Um, Then there's a lot of stuff that we can miss about this scene, but Kelly. Kelly goes out with Lou and she does one of her famous claims of like never have I ever had a Cosmo I'm like how did you live in New York in the aughts and not have a Cosmo like I just feel like that was just such a drink like it was handed out at parties like it was I don't know thought it was weird Kelly Jelly Belly who knows what goes on in that brain no clue from my takeaway from that is that we found out that Lou went to the King of Greece's grandson's christening awesome. and she yeah. met uh, Prince William there because Prince William is the godfather of whoever this. But it's funny she calls him the King of Greece because the Greeks like kicked out their royalty and like they, they fled in like 1910, 1920. So I don't know how much they still go by that because that's Prince Philip mm-hmm. is of Greek descent or was of Greek descent mm-hmm. and his family was part of the Greek monarchy and they were kicked out in like the twenties. And I didn't know people still like referred to them. Someone is like the King of Greece. I don't know. I could be wrong on that, but that surprised me. I mean, I literally, I forgot all of that history and can tell you more about summer house. than that. <laughs> I love the Royal family. Like, I appreciate that. I am a royalist. It is my grandmother was British and she was obsessed with them. And that has been That's- passed down. And as an American, it's really easy to be a royalist because what do I care? It's not my tax dollars. So it's in fact me. And I just love all the drama. I listen to Prince Harry's book and I watch the whole coronation all the way. Like, I just love it. Well, you are chic. Say la vie. Say <laughs> ball. Can you believe that Cindy has a line 
like is mentioned in Chic Say La Vie, because I can tell you that I only know the chorus to like every housewife song. Like, I don't think I realize how little I know lyrics to any other part besides the chorus. I literally wrote, holy shit, Cindy is mentioned in this song. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that was your takeaway too. That was, I was just like, no, that can't be. Um, and Jill comes in. Well, we 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 know about this because Lou is in the studio recording it, and she brings Jill, which was like a horrible idea because her producer Chris is just like wants to murder her because Jill keeps giving advice about like dance beats because apparently Jill's also a side DJ. Definitely. And yeah, yeah, I just camp like do you think you know the lyrics to housewife songs no like no. even i just know the chorus because we're good as gold chic say yeah. la vie say bon say bon i would say the one that i know the best is um erica jane's how many fucks nope but just know the chorus because like, because i'm on display on display that's it i just the chorus to all these songs i don't know any any other part i've listened to how many fucks so many times like elevator elevator getting me hot yeah no i know so many oh i like that um do you know whose song i really liked is um adriana from miami Miami is hot 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 (laughs) it is good i don't know if there are any other words (laughs) it doesn't matter it's a good beat it fits the vibe of miami like in actuality i enjoy if that song was played while watching selling sunset oc like i wouldn't think anything of it it would sound like yeah it's a good song i think it's um there's some really legit good ones i mean i will bring back tardy for the party it's a classic Um, it's fun it is and like that beat that candy gave her was great i mean we all know that uh i like sheena's new song too a p p l e s i like that very very good very catchy really like my friend was like, oh, she's got a new song. And I was like, don't you dare make fun of that song to me because I am obsessed with that song. I love all Sheena's music. Good as Gold is an absolute classic. It's a total banger. And what was that? She had a first one. Oh, I don't remember, but I know it wasn't bad either. I mean, she's working with like a legit touring band. Like they're not like, you know. What I like. That's the song. What I like. I feel like Good and Scold really just knocked that out of the park. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what I what I like is not as known as Good as Gold. That definitely is is the one. And Luana's done a great job, too. Money Can't Buy a Class. Oh, yeah. Feeling Giovanni. Feeling Giovanni. I mean, she's, that's three bangers. One, like, girl code or something that she tried to make, like, the don't be cool. Like, don't be uncool, be all cool one. Mm-hmm. Like, remember, like, Victoria was her backup sing- like dance. Oh, how could I forget that performance on Watch What Happens Live with Victoria? It was not great. Most perform, I mean, definitely bad. Most Watch What Happens Live performances are horrible. I remember D- Danielle Staub and her lesbian performance. Just thinking Real that. close. So close. Like, come on. Uh, that was, like, that was almost as painful as, I know you don't watch it, but Drew Sedora... oh no 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 i saw the clip i mean it was the most painful (laughs) i mean what's wild is that's not the first time someone has performed at an atlanta reunion kim zolziak performed one and no this drew's takes the cake though yeah drew like and everybody there just cringing also made it like all the more yeah, I'm sure when it was presented to Andy, he said, absolutely. Of course. Let's see this train wreck. Like, he knows what the people want. And it's definitely the most Delulu, like, delusional housewife getting in front of her ex husband and singing a song in the middle of a reunion. He was loving it. He, like, he ate, left no crumbs, loved that thing. Yeah. Um, um, back to the episode, though. Yeah. That's like, what is it it really just goes then to the party right yeah it goes to the burlesque party um alex shows up looking a little tipsy but lovely um they're basically in the same kind of attire that they were in the beginning of the season with her like 
dangerous liaisons kind of party it's mm-hmm. very similar um and jill's kind of like this is the same party and they better like make it more fabulous and instead it's just more awkward because like sonia is performing and just doesn't stop talking and they're yep. And Jill and Cindy are talking shit beforehand throughout the whole thing, basically. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought they showed Sonya's burlesque performance for like a really long time and it was like super uncomfortable. Yeah. No, it just keeps going. And you know that it went way longer than what they put on air. Mm-hmm. For sure. But I mean. That's it. That's the whole episode. We barely see Cindy. Oh, Who yeah. cares? Comes in to talk shit. And uh, you don't even see that. Her basically her big entrance is I'm here like a stuffed sausage, and she's wearing a dress that isn't really appropriate. It like has nothing to do with burlesque, and everyone's kind of like, we don't get your outfit. No, the only thing I like about Cindy is her accent. That's about it. Yeah. And so then we have episode fifteen, where. I feel like there was even less. <laughs> Literally, my notes are like seven lines because there was like, I don't have anything to take notes on. This is, thank God we are doing these three together because yeah. we could not fill a, a whole episode. Um, I, the one note, Luann meets with people about our music video. It goes on for yeah. way too long. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see a business meeting about logistics in a music video. <laughs> it was really, it was literally logistics. It was almost like watching people order lunch. Like, should we get Chick-fil-A? Should we get this? Like, it was so boring. Uh, yeah. And then the next scene is Ramona and Sonya working out, which the only thing of note was that <laughs> Ramona is still rocking that True Faith shirt. Yeah, I was like, you still wearing that bedazzled workout shirt, the same one that she uh, gave shit to Bethany on the Brooklyn Bridge with. Um, and then, I wonder if she still has that. She probably does. She feels like someone who doesn't get rid of things. Oh, for sure. She She's just like Sonia, I'm sure. Has yeah. like tons of storage. Um, the interesting part of this episode is that we meet Alex's brother and we learn a little bit more about Alex's family. Most notably, um, she comes from money. Like, her father owned oil fields. Yeah. I wrote, holy fuck money. <laughs> that was my... <laughs> like, She's from the Midwest, right? Yeah, but, like, that was the thing. Like, she moved around, but she was like, we lived in the Midwest because my dad owned an oil field. And I was just, like, so subtly brought up. Like, we have Morgan money, we have all this stuff. But I was like, Alex is probably very rich from like her father died of alzheimer's when she was young i believe her mother was still alive so i i just yeah because she's talking about how her mother would be upset if she was in chic say la vie video because um she thought the way that lou talks about class is horrible because she never even uses the word class she said, I will never use the word C-L-A-S-S, and I'd rather her say, see you next Tuesday. That's what Alex said, which I was like, wow. First off, proud yeah. of her for knowing the see you next Tuesday thing. I don't know why that feels like something Alex would not know. Right? But the fact that she, when she spelled it out, I literally had to rewind it. I was like, wait, did she just spell out class rather than say it? Yep. But I do get her point, and knowing now that she's like, was raised rich and if you look at all the women they weren't none of them were really raised rich she's the only one that we know of because like ramona wasn't didn't come for money sonia didn't come for money um we know that I don't luann believe, did not lou didn't um, jill might have some jill's parents like long island so upper middle class not oil money no, not oil money. Oil money. Like, she probably had, like, she could shop at Saks Fifth Avenue money, but, like, I don't think she had own an oil field money. Like, that, to me, just blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, And then there's a whole discussion about everybody's daughter being upset about them being in the video. That's why Ramona and Sonia are, like, talking about not being in the video ramona ultimately decides not to 
Jill is talking with Sonia about it and trying to talk Sonia into doing it. I think does does Sonia end up doing it? No. No. Cause... I think it's just Jill uh Kelly. Cindy? No, Cindy's got the babies. I don't think she shows up. I literally can't even remember. I know 100% Jill. Yeah. Now I can't remember who else is there. But uh... but yeah, Ramona in this whole provocative, it's such, I cannot stand. As much as I liked her in the few episodes prior, these last ones made me hate her again because it's just so weird and uppity. And yes, yeah, so basically, is this when they meet up Ramona and Luann to talk about it? Um... That was towards the end. I okay. Th- because there was also the great scene of Sonia inviting Cindy over for breakfast. at 11. Oh, okay. I don't think I took um, notes on that, but I absolutely remember the scene. Because it is amazing. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, how get 20, 20, how get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off. So I get it. Sonia's a lady who lunches. She has a leisurely life, but she's missing dance class to make Cindy a meal. And she invites Cindy into her home and Cindy brings her assistant. And while Sonia is cooking and like entertaining her, Cindy takes a full-on conference call. Like, a full-on, like, multiple people on the phone conference call on speakerphone. It's so weird. Best out. Like, as someone who has a very busy job and, like, is often pulled in a million directions at random times, I would never in a million years be on a conference call on speaker in another in a room with another person that wasn't on the call like Sonia, it's all- oh, what about the assistant the and assistant the, is there the assistant is there and sonia's like oh like does she want any food and like cindy's like she doesn't get to eat <laughs> and she cindy literally the big thing that really irked sonia was that she told her to give her a break when sonia was like can you not be on the phone right now yeah Cindy was super rude about it. Like she was horrible. Yeah, it was. It was really. It was a time. And she just kept saying, "Oh, I'm such a busy businesswoman." I'm like, "Okay, so why did you agree to come over then?" Yeah, it just. It was so so awkward. Um, and then Lou and Ramona have. A brief lunch where basically Ramona's just like, I can't be a part of this video. Your last video, you were on a bed with men. And that was unsavory. And Avery doesn't want it. And Lou is just like, you're being ridiculous. She was being so mean to Luann for no reason. Yeah. In classic Ramona fashion. She was just undercutting left and right. Like calling her a weekend mom, even though we literally just saw Avery herself say that she's never around. Also, you know, the kids are like not young. Like they're 16, 17. They don't want to be around mom and dad probably much anymore. 
I don't know. It was it was an awkward scene. And then we basically get them shooting the video in Atlantic City and like Jill just very much trying to direct the video. And it's interspliced into like Alex and Ramona and Sonia, like they're at a party at Alex's house in Brooklyn for some art thing. And Mario's being an absolute asshole about being in Brooklyn. And then there's also a dance class with Avery. And like, we basically just keep going back and forth because Lou's shoot is two days. So we see like what the other ladies are doing and what these ladies are doing. And I don't think Cindy was there, but that's the thing about Cindy. She doesn't really <laughs> make a difference on that screen. Nope, nope. Only um, her most riveting scene was this conference call and her yeah. being a dick to, to Sonia. Just like if you're that busy, don't show up. Like, agree, agree. Like if you have a meeting, if if that time is not reasonable for you, say it. Like I, I just don't get her. Did you have any other comments about the video? The only comment that I had is that I thought the video in Atlantic City was the video for Money Can't Buy You class, mm-hmm. not Chic Say La Vie. And when they showed clips of Money Can't Buy You class, I have no memory of that. And I really should go back and watch that video. I like I did not realize that it started with Lou singing Money Can't Buy You class, like on a silk sheet bed with tons of men around her (laughs) no i have no memory of that um yeah so that was episode 15 um let's roll right into the finale which is called love duel i don't know why um but it starts with a really big guest star um natalie cole is there to surprise lou in the studio you know natalie cole is a housewives fan for sure because she knew money can't buy you class and the best is that she thinks it's hilarious and lou is totally like oh yes it's so funny that's totally the way i meant it Mm -hmm. and she did not (laughs) i just love that everyone's a housewife fan who's your favorite celebrity housewife fan Ooh, that's a good um hmm i like jennifer lawrence talking about them i feel like she gets really into it Mm -hmm. Um, trying to think of who else kristen chenoweth yes is a top tier bravo fan as is chrissy teigen which i will never forget in covid of like week three of covid her and john did like an instagram live and he sang the vanderpump rules theme song on like instagram live on his piano oh my god i listened to that a thousand times that was so it was unreal it's it was sad. so good like i feel like chrissy Teigen got canceled and i really did enjoy her <laughs> um i agree i agree I, there are people who I don't know what to do with my feelings towards them. And that's, she's one of them. Yeah. Cause I really do. I enjoyed that. I'm not a huge Michael Rappaport fan. No, I'm not either. Um, or Jerry O'Connell. Ooh, that's a hot take. I used to love, like he's fine, but I used to see him all the time in Chelsea, um, him and Rebecca Ramon, like, lived right by my old office and so i would see them he had horrible acne that was the thing that i (laughs) interesting fun fact (laughs) like always stood out was i was just like oh my god it's jerry o'connell he's like and i i had a crush on jerry o'connell because i watched my secret identity which was like his like syndicated show about like he was like a teenager with superpowers and like I loved him. I was obsessed with him. So when I saw him and I was like, he has acne too. Maybe this could happen. And then it was like, oh, and then there's your supermodel life. Just kidding. <laughs> um you know who I love? I don't even know if he's a Bravo fan, but just because of the episode he was on is Rob Lowe's son. Oh yeah. That episode of Watch It Up is Live with Tom Schwartz. I'm pretty sure he is a fan because I remember him asking questions. 
Yeah, no, he was a big fan. I actually worked with him because I worked on the 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 low files, I think it was called. Mm-hmm. A show where uh Rob Lowe and his sons investigated like haunted areas. Because mm-hmm. why not? It was one of my favorite work meetings ever because we had a conference call with him and like he was like, Hello, and we were all like, Hi. It was just a bunch of women just like so excited to talk to Rob Lowe. And he was the like exact way that you think he would be like so similar to his character on Parks and Rec. Just like, I love that. Be excited. <laughs> I just thought of who would be both probably our number one Bravo celeb fan. How could we leave her out? Rihanna. Oh, that is true. I would love Rihanna to get into the clubhouse, but I don't think that she will. Has she never been on Watch What Happens Live? I think so. She doesn't do a lot of interviews. No. But she often mentions Housewives when she does little interviews, and, and I just love like, it. Often, like, liking posts and, like, getting in the mix a little. I like that. Yeah, she follows Katie and schwartz and like she's into vanderpump like she's into all of it and i love it It does make me happy celebrities just like us it is a factor where you're like i'm watching this with them too and like they get it and they love it and i just love it i agree and natalie cole is such a big fan that she offers to sing with luann uh because luann is throwing a one-year anniversary party with um what's his tits <laughs> well am i forgetting him we love him shock her and shock yes. are going out for a year so they're having a one-year love celebration um and so which i think is so weird and so does jill yeah jill's not wrong that like i it, think lou just needed an excuse for a party per the producers and they made you know absolutely no normal person has probably ever thrown a one-year dating anniversary party on a boat to this level. I mean, I do think it is nice that Lou is so happy, but I think that Lou in a relationship is somebody who, like, really, her happiness is defined by the relationship. Like, I yes. have a man, so I am good and everything is great. And I'm just like, it's you know but he also seems like someone who when they're in a relationship is very uppity like luan i know luan uppity how crazy i i agree i think it's something that it's like it's almost like i'm in love and you are yes feels like that um so yeah it was it it's a weird party but um there's uh, a whole other storyline besides this that is going on this episode um, that I barely want to talk about. It is Ramona hints at wanting another child. Oh, my God. Well, first, also, Sonia and Cindy do discuss the breakfast. Oh, yeah. The only thing that's great. So, you know, Sonia go- explains actually pretty clearly like what she's upset about she wrote that i was like sonia's very compelling with her argument but city's like oh sonia's going off and i'm just letting her chat and i'm like actually sonia makes a lot of sense here so the, maybe there was more that we didn't see but the best line of it is i guess cindy's opening up a few more med spas and the business call was about having dallas cowboy cheerleaders at her yoga studio and Sonia was like, well, that's a terrible business idea. <laughs> I agreed very much so with that. Yeah. I just, I wrote Cindy's dark energy made me not care whatever her her argument was. Like, I was really all for Sonia's side of the argument. And I was just like, Cindy just came in so bleh that I was like, I just couldn't pay attention to her. I was like, I don't care what you have to say, Cindy. I think you're wrong. Yeah, I agree. But then. So the Ramona. This was a really like, so I watched all the episodes and then Danielle watched the episodes and I warned her. I was like, hey, 
episode 16, you can like literally just fast forward everything that Ramona's in because it's just over and over. Maybe I'm pregnant. I don't know. Maybe I'm pregnant. And Ramona, you're 54. It like, did it really not cross your mind? My boobs are hard. Are so that this big. is menopause? And I'm nauseous. And I miss my period. It was like, yeah, because you're older. That's what happens. It's, uh, it is really tough. Yeah. And I just don't even know what to say. It's like there's this ridiculous townhouse scene where she basically shows up to Sonia's townhouse in the middle of the day to say this. And that's the only thing she really comes to say. And like, Sonia's playing along with it, hook, line, and sinker. She's all for it. Um, and then I don't know what really happens. We're just at the party. Uh, Luann sings, which actually she doesn't sound that bad when she sings with Nat Cole. They sing one of my favorite songs that my grandpa always likes to sing. L is for the way you look, you know, so super cute. Um, yeah, you know, you're pretty brave for singing with her live. And I thought she sounded pretty good. I I took a screenshot of it. I like literally went back and looked at it because everyone is so excited by this surprise. Everyone I know what you're about to say. Is way into it. Like even people who have been fighting all season are dancing side by side. Even Cindy is smiling. And there is a shot of Simon. I knew you were going to say this. He looks so angry. Like, so angry. Like, he's not enjoying it at all. He's furious. And we come to find out it's because he's mad that she uses auto-tune on her songs because her voice isn't that bad. Basically, that's what I that's what I pulled from it. I don't know if you pulled uh-huh. it. I mean, I saw the face and I didn't know what it was about. There was, like, a very quick scene with Alex and Simon, and he's just like, I don't understand why she uses auto-tune. <laughs> it's just, it was just You're so, so funny. It was like, what? I'm going to make that the picture for the episode, because Perfect. It, because it, like, <laughs> I'm just going to text that picture to people randomly. It's just so funny, because he's so tall, and his face is standing out before the whole crowd. And it's just also, like, one of those rare moments where, like, everyone in Housewives really just seems to be in the moment and enjoying this beautiful gift that they're having of this famous person performing for them. And then there's Simon. It was really funny. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 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 The The whole... So, season is over. We did it. We did it. Wait, we... we Wait, there's more? There was, the only thing that I wrote was, I thought it was really funny that they're talking about, Kelly says that she doesn't want to get drunk because she doesn't want to get keys in a punch bowl drunk. And Jill doesn't understand. Yes. She's like, I don't understand. What are you talking about? What What about keys? And they're like, you know, a key party. She's like, I don't know what a key party is. Bobby, do you know what a key party is? What's a key party? And Simon, of course, is like, swingers. And then it's so funny because you like, I love when you can really see when something connects in a person's eyes because it's like mm-hmm. Jill's eyes like are like I get it. Um, and then uh, Ramona actually brings up the pregnancy scare at the party and does a pregnancy test on the boat, and Lou is like, "Are you fucking trying to steal my thunder?" Oh, a hundred percent. I totally can't believe it. Um, and I wrote in response to that, I can believe it. I totally can believe it. Um, but Lou dick. also has a great line that she says, there's a better chance that Blanche on the Golden Girls is pregnant, which I thought was great because the season two, episode one, uh, episode of Golden Girls is about Blanche thinking that she's pregnant. And it made me go back and watch that episode. And it's great. <laughs> I think it's called like the curse or something. It's so good or end of the curse. 
definitely go back and watch it but it was just so funny that i was just like i love that lou just threw in a golden girls reference right there um yeah that was those were basically the the things and then we have the end of season cards did you write them i down? didn't write them down no because it was on my phone went taking notes while watching okay i think i took screenshots uh, good i was hoping you did they like went too fast and i was like oh, i can't write this down and okay so jill has changed so has Allie, to a new school down south can this mom attend to new businesses bobby and still squeeze and it's spelled like her shapewear uh-huh in surprise visits to her offspring and then um do you know where she transferred to nah she was at i'm pretty sure they didn't say it, but it was she went to fordham because that's in bronxville yeah i don't know where she ended up why do i feel like she went to tulane i was about to say that too maybe she did go to tulane all right Sonia's is with a seven million judgment against her. Sonia may have lost the shirt off her back, but she managed to find her missing panties and remains optimistic. My God. <laughs> um. Wait for Cindy's. Oh, she went to Vanderbilt. Oh, that is surprising. Um. It so, is a very white Christian school. Hmm. So I'm very surprised that she went to Vanderbilt. <laughs> so for Cindy, between running her company and raising her one and a half year old twin girls, Cindy's pecking order is full. Um, snore. Um, Kelly's, I don't understand at all and i would love for you to explain it to me if you know even though santa couldn't fix kelly's henna tattoo she's hoping he'll bring her a real authentic and non-demonic boyfriend this year i don't know i don't recall i guess that happened in morocco that her henna tattoo got messed up i I guess maybe would be fixing that i feel like why you gotta bring santa into that um Ramona found out she wasn't pregnant after all <laughs> and has been coming to terms with the looming change that's happening to her. Dot dot dot. Avery leaving for college in 2 years. So and then the countess's future looks bright with shock. Could there be a title change on the horizon or will their duet remain off the charts? Um, and that was, that was that. Those were the Those were as fascinating as the entire season was. I thought it felt like Jill. Oh, wait, I don't know if I, where's Alex's? Did I take, I don't, I don't know if I grabbed Alex's. I just grabbed all those pictures of Simon looking angry. <laughs> <laughs> But I felt like Alex's and Jill's kind of felt like endings. Um, And it was sad at the end when Ramona's card came up because she's looking at Mario very lovingly and Mario does not look back at her. Are they separated at this reunion? Do we know? I think this is the reunion where they start talking about rumors and she walks off. Okay. But they're not separated. I don't think they like officially announce it. I think she starts. I think she's still with him the next season. And they I'm not sure. That's why we've got to rewatch, Danielle. That's why we've got it. We do. Yeah, I don't know. We're going to keep this rewatch train rolling. (laughs) It's all a surprise because I remember nothing. Is there anything else that you wanted to discuss about Roni or... Just a, a rose and thorn of the season we could do. Yeah, let's see. My... Okay, I'll go first since I made us do it. Okay. My <laughs> thorn is Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> because she added nothing and might be one of the worst castings of Housewives ever. 
And my rose, I'll have two. The Morocco trip is an underappreciated trip. And I think it's quite chaotic and has a lot of interesting and crazy things that happen. Agreed. And the other rose is that there were moments that I liked Ramona. And I wish she could be that Ramona that I liked more, not the shitty one that she is more of the time. I'm going to say that my rose was actually Cindy because I went into this season with like really wanting to like her, wanting to be like, let me give her a chance. I like she's the most like I feel like she's one of the most hated housewives. And I was like, let me love her. And it was a fun season because it was like playing Where's Waldo with Cindy. Like, was she in this episode? Did she make a difference? So I found that actually really fun to, like, watch every episode really, really trying to give Cindy a chance and just never being able to was just an interesting wild roller coaster. And I would have to say my thorn really might be, and I know it was only this episode, but this pregnancy scare thing from Ramona was tough to watch. It was just... It was one of the cringiest, saddest things I think I've seen on Housewives because it felt like a Hail Mary to save her marriage, to save her spot on the show. It was a lot of desperation and like almost too much. It made me uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. And I will say with Cindy, it's one thing if you are boring and add nothing it's another when you're like when you are in scenes you're quite insufferable and you do a lot of weird things and that was also part of it with her the thing that i'm just shocked at is like we went back and looked at her instagram one episode and it's like she still hashtags roni all the time and it just seemed like she hated every minute of being on the show yeah i agree i don't understand why she embraces it because either she got a a horrible edit or this is who she is and she's proud of it which makes me almost for her what no i don't know i just i i I wonder too like no no i wonder like has she ever done an interview or anything i i would love to go and find some like but honestly, I don't feel like that's stuff that like shows up when you hashtag Roni or you like. No, I know. Her. I just wonder if she's ever like done an interview like years later about her experience with it or anything like that. I'm sure she has. And I think it'll be interesting to see what she has to say at the reunion. Like, mm-hmm. I know that while it aired, people were very much against her. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. There was no, like, Cindy Barshop fans, <laughs> from my knowledge. Uh-huh. So it'll be interesting to see that. And uh, we'll hopefully be back next week with that. Yeah, with the reunion. Looking forward to it. Same. It's going to be a good time. Is there any other Bravo news that you wanted to touch upon before we go, Danielle? Well, we know Carl and Lindsay officially are not getting married. And we know that at this point. Seems like Carl maybe put the announcement out without Lindsay knowing. Yep. Yeah. And Sandoval wished uh, Raquel Rachel a happy birthday and then she blocked him. So for the first time, I cheered for her. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, I feel like this was the first time that Raquel Rachel like really won the hearts and minds of women. Because they were like, all right, good. You got rid of the toxic man. That's the thing. It's like, maybe I dislike her on a level seven. He's a level 30. Like, it's not comparable, the levels of dislike I have for them. He is the one who had the commitment. He is the one who was in a relationship. He is the manipulator who, you know, she is bad. He is worse. And And this, I hopefully reminded people of that. I think the thing is, it's not that she's bad. It's that I think there's something going on. Like, I know she went away and she's working on her mental health. But it doesn't seem like she has any feelings of, like, remorse. And I think that's the tough thing is that, like, 
you did something that hurt somebody and you're kind of like, well, it's their fault. And yes, or oh, we weren't really that close. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't know she's not redeemable in my eyes, but people need to be reminded that he's the worst one for having a contest or anything. And this reminded people of that. He's supposedly going to be on Mass Singer. That's the rumor. Oh, I saw that little clip. Yeah. Hope you get voted off day one, you piece of shit. I mean, I've hated him before this. And so it's been really easy to just continue to truly, truly hate him. And season 11 is going to be quite interesting to Vanderpump Rules. I am so confused at how this has been filmed. But somebody was like, oh, you know, like usually when you have your villain edit the next season, you have your good edit. And someone was like, well, last season he got the villain edit. And I really feel like, honestly, until Scandoval happened, he was not the villain of that season. He only had a villain edit because of what we knew was happening during the time of filming. If we didn't know that that was happening, there was no villain edit. Like, that was the thing that I was surprised at is it was like, there wasn't, I felt like Tom Schwartz and Raquel were like the bad people. I agree. Yeah. Gosh, could you imagine if we finished the season, then we found out about it? I mean, it would make it even harder to wait for the new season, which I'm already having a tough time. Like I I know. I hope they have a quick turnaround. I mean, they probably do. It's coming in January, but who knows with this strike and the way that it's going, who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, it's filmed. We know that, so. But it still needs to be edited. Yeah, it was just, it will be very interesting because I don't understand how, like, they had him around. But no one's talking to him? Like, I don't. I don't know. Well, I think Schwartz starts talking to him. I think James Kennedy might. But I don't know if they forgave him for everything. We'll find out. I can't wait. We're going to watch what happens. (laughs) Always, always, always. Well, that is it for us tonight, today. Thank you. Midday, whatever time you're listening to this. Appreciate you for listening. Appreciate you for sticking with with us when we have horrible audio and great audio. And hopefully this audio is fine. (laughs) Uh, We'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Hey, everyone. It's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.